Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Edmonton was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front and I think they have a great future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is pretty exciting uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has. My decision was uh, pretty easy, obviously, with those high caliber players they have on their roster and just being in the hockey city uh, made my decision real easy. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Milan Lucic. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Shed. Like that, Brennan? I had to wait for uh, the song to pick up before I talked. Good. Unlike Stoffer, he just talks all over the bass drops and our returns and stuff. One day he'll figure it out. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> just bugging you, Stoffer. Brennan Ulrich in studio today here on Oilers Now. Brendan Escott here as well. The return of the Brendans today on Oilers Now. Bob uh, is getting set for tomorrow night's game. The first battle of Alberta of the season. Can't wait for that. The Oilers in Calgary tomorrow night. It looks like Miko Koskinen will start in goal as he was the first goaltender off the ice after practice today. Cooper Marodi likely to draw in. We'll find out more after Todd McClellan speaks to the media here very shortly. Uh, For the Flames, 
I don't know who's going to be in goal, but it likely won't be Mike Smith after uh, that goal he let in last night against Montreal. More on that as we set up the Battle of Alberta and more on the show. But Oilers Now, as always, is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Trusted by 630 Ched. Visit their new e-commerce site and order supplies, printers, and more. Digitex.ca. Bob will check in from Oilers practice here in about five or six minutes or so. Hockey Night in Canada's Elliot Friedman will join us at 12.35 for his regular Friday appearance. Sportsnet 960's Peter Labardius will join us for a Calgary Flames perspective. Uh, I mentioned Mike Smith. What's going on with Mike Smith right now? Will the Flames look for some goaltending help? Rich has been good this season, but I don't know if they have a ton of confidence in him, but at some point... The way Smith is playing, you need to just sort of go with uh, Riddich here moving forward, and I would assume he gets to start tomorrow night against the Oilers. I don't know if that's been confirmed or not from the Calgary Flames. We'll ask Peter at 105. At 135, you have to fill me in on this uh, story here, Brendan, but this is incredible. So Rob Simpson, who works for uh, Sirius XM Radio with uh, Gord Stellick, they host a very popular show there, is going to travel to 31 games in 31 ranks in 31 days. This is incredible. That, to me, is the kind of thing that still keeps travel agents employed. You know, in the (laughs) age of uh, all the online options, for one, but how could you ever possibly plan that? 31 games in 31 different rinks in 31 days. That's incredible. I get tired after a two-hour flight to BC. Forget that. (laughs) Well, I'm assuming uh, it's been planned so that there isn't a ton of traveling between cities. I know uh, this is all starting tonight in Dallas. Is that correct? We'll have to confirm with him. I'm not 100% on that. I think I saw a tweet of the actual schedule, so maybe we'll read that to you at some point on the show. But wow, that's a a pretty cool uh, journey here for Rob Simpson. So we'll talk to him about that. And he's actually, I believe, in Edmonton for the game against Vegas on Sunday. And he has a book signing going down as well. So we'll talk to Rob more about that as we move forward on the show today. You can call on our Oilers Now hotline, 780-496-0063. Brought to you by... The Machette Super Bingo at the River Cree Resort and Casino, Saturday, November 24th, with a total of $90,000 in guaranteed cash to be won. For details, head to therivercreeresort.com. Tracy Morgan there as well this weekend over at the River Cree. You can text us at 630-630 on the Heartland Ford text line. Don't buy a new or pre-owned Ford without giving Heartland a chance. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. We're on Twitter at Oilers now, at Brendan Ulrich, and at Brendan Escott. Bob is at Bob underscore Stoffer. We'll get into our Oilers now audio vault here in a second. I just want to get to the Oilers lines in practice today. No big surprise. Of course, uh, the news yesterday that Tobias Reeder will be out for a month. Uh, the Oilers did call up Patrick Russell, so he is up with the team, but it doesn't look like he'll play tomorrow. It will be Kajula with McDavid and Drysettle. Chase on with Nugent Hopkins and Ratty. And then you have Lucic with Strom and Marodi, who will draw in. He's played two games for the Oilers so far this season. You have Kara with Brodziak and Kazian. And then on the blue line, Clefbaum, Larson, Nurse, Benning. Uh, I believe it was Gravel rotating with Garrison today and Russell. So we'll see uh, which of those two guys gets into the lineup tomorrow night for the Battle of Alberta. 
I was actually at uh, the Montreal game there, Brendan, and I was at the Colorado game as well in the stands. First of all, the Colorado game, I sat in the lower bowl. It's incredible. That was the first time I've ever been in the lower bowl for a, a hockey game at Rogers Place, and wow, that was quite the... Uh, that was quite the experience, although the Oilers did not play good in that game at all. But they responded with a big win over Montreal. So now this really sets the stage for what is this team all about, I think. I don't know about you, Brennan, but it's been a bit of a roller coaster for this team this season. They're rested. No more excuses here about the travel. They are the more rested team heading into Calgary Saturday with the Flames playing last night. I think we'll find out what this team is all about. This is the first chance for everybody to kind of really get a good look at them because that travel schedule and, you know, I'm not one for excuses, but that had to have factored in. I mean, Todd gave the the top guns an extra day of rest yesterday as well. So he can tell that, I mean, Connor's production dipped significantly in the latter half of that stretch. So I don't think that they're, uh, <laughs> that they can say that they weren't tired and they don't have the... Not anchors necessarily, but you talk about Puyarvi and Yamamoto, those were kind of scapegoats, in my opinion, for a lot of the lack of depth scoring. Well, they're not here anymore. So what is this team now, really? And especially if we get to see Koskinen in that again in a marquee matchup, what is he to this team? Yeah, that's a good point. I think we'll find out a little more about Koskinen. Um, he was good against Montreal, let in that first goal. Uh, that was a pretty nice shot by Domi, but after that, he uh, locked it, it locked it down. And now he, uh, you know, gets to go to Calgary. A lot of pressure. Battle of Alberta. Really looking forward uh, to this game tomorrow night in Calgary. The first of four meetings between the Oilers and the Flames. And maybe more than that if they meet in the playoffs. That would be unbelievable. You're in the same uh, boat as me here, Brennan, being a young buck. And uh, we've never seen a high-intensity Battle of Alberta or a playoff matchup. And maybe, perhaps, this is the year. I keep saying it every year. Maybe this is the year that the Oilers and the Flames will meet in the playoffs. But maybe, fingers crossed, it will, it will happen. Um, I don't know about you, but what have you noticed uh, over the years about the Battle of Alberta? Have you read Mark Spector's book, first of all? Because no. that gives you an idea of what it was all about back in the day. Because we haven't seen any of that over the last few years. Exactly. The Oilers have been in such turmoil and, and really in my major time of awareness in the past you know, the decade of darkness. That's that's when I started following hockey, folks, was right after that cup run against Carolina. So I, I never really got to experience the full extent of it. And of course, Calgary had the cup run right before the lockout and then the Oilers the year after. So it just never really seemed to uh, to gel in, in anything that I'm sure it was like in the 80s back when those were probably two of, if not the two best teams in the Western Conference. There were some exciting games last year, that one where Brissois, I think, what was it, 6-1 Oilers or something, and then the Flames roared back, and Brissois was letting everything in. I think Bob talked about it on the show the other day, but that was a, a fun game, so we'll see what happens tomorrow night with the Oilers taking on the Flames. All right, speaking of that game, I don't know when we'll have uh, some audio here from Todd McClellan, Brennan, but we do have some clips to get to as we go to our direct-to-workwear audio vault for product knowledge, compliancy, great pricing, and innovation. Direct-to-workwear.com, an Edmonton-based company. They also have a big Black Friday special going on next week, so head on down to Direct-to-workwear and check that out. But uh, for now, we'll get to some clips from a few players. Alex Chieson had this to say about finally playing a Pacific Division team. Obviously, playing uh, uh, divisional games, uh, um, it's pretty tight in the standings uh, as it is now. I know it's early in the season, but 
um, go one game at a time here and uh, focus on our play. That's Alex Chieson, who's been good for the Oilers this season. And with that top line playing together with McDavid and Drysdale, those two being reunited. We'll talk a little bit more about this uh, as we move along the show because I do have a few thoughts on those two playing together. Uh, but with them together... A guy like Chason really needs to step up here uh, to provide some secondary scoring, and he had this to say on McDavid playing with Drysaddle. Uh, Tuesday was obviously special. I think uh, what they each had three points, and I think Leon could have had four or five goals. Uh, some goalie made some big, big saves, and um, you know he missed. He hit a couple of posts as well. So um, you know, it's one of those things where those two uh, they look for each other, and um, obviously Connor's speed creates a lot, but. Um, I actually thought Drake's play on that line was was key for them. Uh, you know, he does a lot of the dirty work in, in the corner, and he's got good patience with the puck, and uh, gives those guys times and space. And um, it's been a good line for us. Now, the Oilers against Montreal got three goals from their defense, and <laughs> they haven't had a lot of uh, you know goals coming from the back end so far this season. Clefbaum Larson haven't scored yet. I think uh, they've had they have five total other than that game last night from their back end in terms of their roster right now. I know Bouchard scored as well, but he's no longer with the team. So that's, you know, a rarity, I think. I don't think you're going to get three goals from the blue line uh, most of these games moving forward, so some of the forwards will have to step up. Uh, But Matt Benning had this to say about uh, the forwards helping the defense contribute offensively. Of course, Benning had a goal against the Habs as well. That stat is the defenseman's stat, but I think it's also on the forwards. I mean, without the forwards going to the net, you can't, you can't score. The goalies are too good. Uh, you can't score from distance. So, I mean, I thought our forwards did a really good job going to the net and, and bringing traffic to the net. And uh, Benning had this to say as well on the importance of the Battle of Alberta tomorrow night. Yeah, for sure, and I think even a division game, is this is our first one, right? So, um, I think that we'll be, we'll be ready. Um, uh, I mean, two, two good teams uh, in the standings-wise, and I think obviously the Battle of Alberta is, 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 will always be there. Um, so it's, it's a game that all the players look forward to. Absolutely. The players looking forward to it. Brendan is looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. And I know Bob Stoffer is as well, and he joins us right now on our River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. Bob, are you all geared up for the Battle of Alberta tomorrow night? Uh, well, we're about to get geared up. Yep. I mean, it's been uh, a long time coming to get, you know, your first Pacific Division encounter. And, you know, the owners had a 655 winning percentage the last two years in the Pacific Division. So they're going to have to find a way to ensure that that, uh, you know, that continues. If they if they put up a 600 record against the Pacific, they'll probably make the playoffs. Flames have got a better team. They're coming off a tough loss last night against uh, Montreal. And so it's going to be an interesting game. Oh, absolutely. And uh, perhaps down the road, maybe we'll see uh, the Oilers and the Flames in the playoffs when it's all said and done this season. My fingers are crossed. I know I've been talking about that for the last four or five years with you, Bob. Hoping for that to happen on this program. But as you talked about, Pacific Division wide open right now. So this is a big game for uh, both of these teams. Maybe a statement game as well here, Bob, for the Oilers. I mentioned to uh, Mr. Escott earlier, it's been a bit of a roller coaster at times. But, uh, you know, the Oilers are arrested here heading into this game against Calgary. And this is maybe uh, a game where we'll learn a little bit more about what the Oilers are all about. Flying up the fair assessment, I mean, uh, they are rested, and I think fatigue did get to them during the uh, stretch where they lost four in a row. 
first two games uh, against both, uh, you know, Washington and Tampa. I think Edmonton played okay in those games. They didn't play well enough in the second and third period against the uh, Florida Panthers, and then they were awful against Colorado. They've got recalibrated. They needed some positive energy. They got that against Montreal. Uh, but they are down an important body of Tobias Reader. That changed the complexion, the makeup of uh, their line combinations today at practice down here at Rogers Place. And then, uh, you know, Miko Koskinen was the first off the ice. He's going to start. Talbot's already informed people that he'll be going Sunday against Vegas. So uh, Koskinen Saturday, Talbot Sunday. And, I, I, you know, I totally get the move from Todd McClellan's perspective, Koskinen. Uh, going, he's, he's going to be going against David Riddich. Uh, so we're going to have, uh, you know, two guys that have got pretty good records so far for their teams this season that were sort of seen as being the backups that are going to get the starts, and that'll add another uh, narrative to tomorrow night's game. Yeah, no kidding. Who would have thought that the first battle of Alberta would be Koskinen against Riddich here? But after last night, Bob, I know you saw that goal that Mike Smith let in. Holy smokes, he struggled there. Or he's struggling right now in Calgary. I didn't see it live because I was at the Iron and Frost Gala last night. I just wanted to put a shout-out to uh, everybody listening that uh, made their way down to the event. Uh, uh, it was a terrific night, uh, specifically for uh, the Edmonton Down Syndrome Society and uh, also uh, uh, for Special Olympics. Uh, a lot of people are you know, respecting and honoring the 35-year-old career of Joey Moss. And, uh, there were some bittersweet moments at last night's event, so I did watch the highlight after and saw the goal. I was like, wow, that's a tough one to give up, tough way for the Flames to lose that game. But um, you know what? Uh, it happens during the course of the season. Now, in Smith's case, uh, he got hurt about three-quarters of the way last year, and I know I have had people in Calgary that have been telling me that uh, he's not been the same guy since, and he's getting up there in age as well. Uh, but we'll see. The Flames, uh, Brendan, I, I think the Flames have got a deeper team up front than they've had at any time over the last five or six years. And, uh, and that's going to be a challenge because the owners are lacking a little bit of depth. I mean, right now, Paul Yarby and Yamamoto, uh, Yamamoto and Paul Yarby were on the order's second and third lines to start the year, and so was Tobias Reeder. And he was on the order's second line. So it's a different-looking lineup uh, for Edmonton, and Calgary's got some uh, ability to score from a couple of different lines, so it's going to be a challenge tomorrow night for the Oilers. Yeah, you mentioned uh, Marodi uh, getting into the lineup here, Bob. Uh, what do you expect from him on a line with uh, Lucic and Strom? I don't know, because to me, when I see Cooper Marodi, uh, he looks like a center to me. He doesn't look like a right wing. They had him on right wing uh, with Strom and Lucic, and then the Oilers had Ratty and uh, Chase on uh, flanking Nugent Hopkins. They kept Kajula with uh, McDavid and uh, Leon. And then, obviously, they kept the fourth line intact in Cassian with Brodziak and Kara. Uh, I don't know what to expect out of Cooper Marodi. Um, he's not the most explosive skater, and sometimes guys need to play the middle to get their feet moving. So, uh, I, I do, you know, he's a smart player. There's no question about that. He's got some offensive instincts and ability. I just wonder whether or not he might be better suited to play center than play the wing. Chatting with Bob Stoffer here on Oilers Now. Brennan Ulrich with you. Uh, so you have Marody there, Bob. Um, they called up Patrick Russell. He won't get in. But the bottom six as a whole, you talked about maybe the Flames being a deeper team. Uh, we know how good McDavid and Drysaddle are together. They show that against the Habs. But it looks like, you know, someone here in the bottom six will need to step up here with Reader out. And uh, I know the Oilers got three goals from the back end against Montreal. That's a bit of a rarity. So don't expect that every game. It's good that it happened. Maybe some of those guys will chip in a little bit more offensively here moving forward. 
But uh, this bottom six as a group, Bob, needs to, you know, step up offensively, in my opinion, as you talked about against the Flames who Flames here who are a much deeper team. Oh, Brendan, 100%. Like, you know, that, that's a given. Uh, you know, you've got Brian Strom and Milan Lutic have combined for two goals, and they're making $9 million bucks. Like, Milan's done a lot of things better this year. I think he's more engaged. I think he's, uh, you know, I do think he's a little bit quicker, but at the end of the day, you know, he used to score a lot of goals off the rush. He's not scoring off the rush when he gets those looks and those opportunities. And then in terms of Strom, I mean, there's something there as a player. I actually think, you know, he's trying to reinvent himself a little bit, but you still got to bring some offense if you're playing in that slot and in that role. So I'll be intrigued to see, uh, you know, maybe uh, let's not forget the last time Milan Lucic played the Calgary Flames. He ran over Mike Smith, uh, and then he uh, worked over uh, Tanner Glass. So... He was a part of the Battle of Alberta. Uh, I don't know if the Flames are planning on any recalls here from the farm. I don't know if they've got anybody to take that dimension that Lucic has in that regard. But those guys got to contribute offensively. There's no question about that. Well, I saw something about Lindholm, Bob, taking a shot last night, uh, blocking a yeah. shot. I don't know if he's going to play tomorrow, so that could be... Uh... Well, he's an important guy for them. I mean, he's obviously fit in great with Monaghan and Goodrow. I know, uh, you know, Adam Larson will be hearing from him tomorrow night in the face-off show, and he says Goodrow's one of the trickiest players in the league just because of his ability to, you know, turn on a dime and uh, control a puck in tight spaces and things like that. But Lindholm's been a good fit with those guys, and then they got that, uh, you know, that backland to Chuck Pro League line that's been very effective as well. So, uh, I mean, we haven't, we're sitting here in Edmonton looking at Milan Lucic, and he's getting heavily scrutinized and rightfully scored. Uh, so, you know, like uh, he's scored two goals in 64 games. They signed James Neal. He's got three goals this year and got sacked couple games ago for the final 10 minutes of the game and that's a guy that uh you know i i kind of think we all look at and go that's a pretty good hockey player that sank a bit offensively too and they also signed Derek ryan and he's playing on their fourth line right now so um you know everybody around the league's got to contribute more the Oilers certainly got to get more juice out of their uh out of losing so well, we'll talk a little bit more about those players with Peter Labardius. Bob, we're out of time. Thanks for uh, checking in here. It's nice talking to you again. I know we haven't been seeing as much of each other lately, but Brendan, it's nice to chat. Yeah, well, uh, great job, Brendan and Brendan. So uh, you guys keep her between the lines, and uh, who knows, maybe we'll have a surprise for people on Monday. All right. That's uh, Bob Stauffer, regular host of this program, getting set for the Battle of Alberta tomorrow night in Calgary. We're late for a break. I'm teaching uh, young Brendan very well here on how to operate a show, and uh, maybe perhaps he'll be in charge on Monday. I don't know. Hint, hint. Knock, knock. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, We're going to go straight to news. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
So if yes. that's cool with you, my friend. No, that's fine. We have Elliot Friedman coming up here shortly. But first, a news update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.